0: So just know that you're live now and there's, there's people probably gonna be paying Th- attention. Thousands.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, millions, in fact.
1: Uh, said millions. Oh I yeah, see- I gotta bring up the YouTube so I can see the chat.
0: I see us now. Top chat. What happened to the chat? It's way down there. It's like popped out. Oh, how do I get it back? Well, first of all I gotta get it logged in as me. Uh
1: YouTube.
0: Okay, going back now. Here we go. Here we go. Where's the chat?
2: Oh, the logo is being overlapped by Tim's video, just FYI.
0: Oh, that's no good. We better fix that before the show starts.
1: It.
2: Right.
0: going
3: to push me behind the
2: logo. Going
1: town <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait. Does anybody know? Oh, you, did the chat. You got us on. What's it? Brian locked up again.
1: I locked up? Oh, that's usually me. Yeah. If Skype
0: dies, I'm going on my laptop. Hey Mr. Peabody. I wish I could see the chat.
2: Probably have it in uh the big view, right?
0: Yeah. Probably. The
2: little the theater mode or whatever it is. You can just click click to get out of that. It should be labeled like default view. Over bottom right. Bottom right. Uh, Pop
0: out chat. I didn't know you could do that.
2: You could do that, Which yeah. Sweet. Oh, yep, nice. You fixed the logo looking nice yeah,
1: That's interesting. Test. In as YouTube Sean Sproul else.
3: do we know yeah, who Sean that's, Sproul that's is? Not,
1: that's not him, that's me hi Sean <laughs> no, Tim. Sean
3: we're on like a 10 second delay for our profanities yo yo <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't Okay. Uh, Mark, Mark I'm
4: going to let you
0: do it? the scoring tonight because I think my chat is behind okay but I'm not sure are you ready for the hey, what's going on? we're gonna have to ban Randy for his his sexual innuendo. It's not even sexual innuendo. He's just being sexual. I don't even know what that means. Is
2: that a quote or something? I don't know. Googling it. I like the girls. <laughs> the girls I like. It's uh, the gleaming spires. Hey, Randy, did you get your
0: gift today? Finally? After weeks of waiting? <laughs> Alright. Uh, you guys... Uh, I suppose we're sort of on time. Kind of. Season four.
1: This would be our fourth year. That's not right. We're on <laughs> time. Wait a minute, again. wait a minute.
0: We had one year, and then we had two years, and then we had a third year. <laughs> so I think that means This is the beginning. Ah, now I'm me.
1: Much better.
2: I mean it's been it's been three years since the first episode, but It's so confusing. Because we weren't zero years. I mean we were.
0: Alright, let's 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 do this. All right? Is Cheers. everyone okay? Has everybody got their seatbelts on? Brian's locked up so. again.
3: There he I is. keep freezing. Can you hear me though? Yeah, you I sound can pretty hear cool. you fine. Yeah, okay. your audio never goes away. Yeah. Alright. Well that's good because I know how to talk. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> and with that,
0: here we go. <laughs> First
1: time I saw an locked in the arcade down to a galaxy and Tomasaki is playing it. He was the current world record holder at the time. I'd never met Tom, never seen him. I was watching him for a little while. There's probably four or five people standing around, and I didn't realize why everybody's watching him at first. I didn't really grasp how far he was into the game. I just did a quick glance, and it looked like 700,000. What's the big deal? He got 700 million. You now, Me being me, I made the comment, well, it doesn't matter what he's got. When he's done, I'll just wipe it off anyway. Live from KLR Studios in
5: Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is...
6: Arcade commander. Computer reporting.
2: Intruder alert, inputer alert. Beware, I live.
0: Hello, and welcome to Season 4 Premiere. This is the premiere episode. That means Episode 1 of Season 4 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, October 17th, 2019, and the time is approximately 7.20 p.m. Central. Thanks for joining us in the Arcadosphere. This is your host, Professor Adam Stevens. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mark Timerunner-Shields. Paradise Arcade Shop Proprietor and Master of All He Surveys, Brian Thurston, Howell III, and tonight, wait, 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 we also have uh, with us special guest host, Tim McVeigh, thanks for joining us, and tonight, the esteemed guest of Arcade Radio's one and only podcast, and the reason why we're emphasizing all the S's, which I wasn't, i uh, this has something to do with the Bozeman Think Tank a group who sought to systematically examine the logic of Miss Pac-Man. Uh, first, this this is also the first player to attempt a billion-point game on Nibbler, former scientist at Los Alamos... Something or another. And now, a professor <laughs> at Mathemat... I mean, it just says Los Alamos. You said it well. Yeah, because, you know, it, it's in Los Alamos. I should have proofread this or something. Anyway, and now, a professor of mathematics and physics at Washington State university um, a round of applause uh, uh for for mr tomasaki yeah welcome to the show dr tom dr tomasaki well that's it thanks for listening everybody that's the Cheers.
6: first introduction ever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know it's
0: it's live radio we like to be you know just i was wondering what all the s's were for and then i was
2: thinking maybe i should do it at a different voice this is why we should so, have meetings. We don't have meetings. Well, I you know, I thought you read the show notes at least once. But well, so the I, fun I, part I, is that yeah. I took all of that stuff from the Nibbler website. That's the Man vs. Snake website rather.
7: Oh yes, yes. Oh, right.
2: Completely
0: ripped off.
7: Super silliest
0: scoundrel. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That
6: that clip you played was uh, that sound clip. Yeah, it was a, the piece of the whole story that I don't even remember because I was playing game when Tim walked in.
4: You <laughs> kind
1: of were a little bit occupied. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Tom was also in Man vs. Snake, which is one of the reasons Tim's here tonight, so he can grill Tom about whether or not he was lying in the movie.
6: <laughs> yeah rightfully so though nobody remembers that i'm in the movie But right? <laughs> so funny uh
0: i met you at uh green fest last weekend and i walked up and here's this guy playing nibbler and i thought wow he's got 700 million no i'm not just kidding so <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I was like you know uh, he was doing really well and i'm like wow uh you're clearly better at this game than i am and uh i don't remember uh Heather, you you uh, said that somebody had had uh, made this. You know, they had this ludicrous score that they stood there all day for, and uh, they didn't really believe that Tom could be any better than than he was at the game. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what why you guys were playing that game?
7: We were just watching this guy that was playing, and Tom was kind of thinking about going to play a little bit just to roll his lives. Just for fun, I guess. And uh, and this um, other guy that was checking everybody's scores walks up and he says, oh, he's been playing for hours. He's good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I, was like,
7: I was like, I said to Tom, that's like somebody coming up to me and saying, oh, I can do calculus. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: so uh for those of us that don't know what what is roll, uh rolling your lives did you say right
6: oh yeah so i mean so so the story though is this guy got he probably spent eight or ten hours there he got 194 million points it's pretty good it, and, i don't know it's kind of slow but <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is slow i know because i yeah. i die like 198 points
7: <laughs> That's fast.
6: <laughs> and you know, I, I, I thought you know, there's a little piece of me that says you know you should put your own score, beat that score, but, but it's going to take me some hours to do it, and so I didn't really want to, but, I, I just felt compelled to roll the lives, and so that what that means is I don't know, you get 129 ish lives or somewhere up there, and it, um, the game counts that as zero lives. Pretty much. Oh. And so if you die, after, when you get up there, your game's over. It's just oh. done. right? And so I hadn't done that in a while, so I spent three and a half hours to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, trivi- trivial pursuits. I mean,
6: it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's
1: like riding a bike, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So you guys are he telling me
0: that, that during the marathoning session, you have to be careful not to exceed 129 lives. And
1: you don't want That's to get 129. Right. That's too many. Okay.
4: You're
6: yeah. already done at that yeah. point. <laughs> so I had 130 when I died this last weekend or this other weekend. So yeah. it was just last weekend. Yeah.
0: Have, have either you, of you – Did you it or was it an accident?
6: Oh, I, I killed it because uh, this guy that Heather was talking about who didn't believe me, we called him over. So he could see this happening. Hey, watch this. So to sort of convince him that you know, I actually know what I'm doing. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny Dwayne was there, too. So. By the way, I was in
0: a movie about Nibbler, uh, just so you know. Plus, <laughs> plus I beat your score, like, in 1982.
7: <laughs> well, so this guy actually said to us, oh, yeah, you know, there was a um, a chat when Tim hit the billion and then they showed the chat room and they said something about the chat is blowing up in the movie. And that was my message that they showed in the movie. So I was in the movie and I'm like, so is he. (laughs) The chat is blowing up. (laughs) He was like, Oh, were you one of those guys at the end?
6: (laughs) Not very observant. Oh. i had more hair then so you yeah know. he had
7: more hair he had the mustache
6: <laughs>
0: i you did like know. the the drawing of you it ended up being the ad on facebook it's just your glasses and your two little hairs on your lip it's pretty good yeah cool. that's
6: that's me <laughs>
7: <laughs> and i showed him i showed him that cartoon on my phone i said this is him and he's like Oh, like, you know,
0: know. looks just like me. This whole movie exists because of him, you know, (laughs) it kind of does. I mean, it does.
6: (laughs) I mean, okay, so it's true. I came to a with all of the skills and knowledge to do this. Uh I never did it, but Tim, Tim brought in the next level and he actually did it. Tim just,
1: Tim just had the natural talent and gall. Yeah. Tim didn't have a life, he just lived at the arcade and kept playing the stupid thing.
2: But inspiration,
1: too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tom is definitely an inspiration. It was a lot of fun. It was really cool to meet him, and he was, just, he was one of the nicest people I ever met back in the day. And I can remember at least one of his visits where him and I played for a while, and we just kind of traded off. One of us would get tired playing it and walk away, and the other one would jump on and play for a while. And I think Walter made 25 cents that day.
2: <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. And that's how we went out of business. You guys she
0: are the reason Twin Galaxies shut minutes.
1: down. Yeah, that's good.
2: We're All right, well, electricity.
4: Normal, <laughs> yeah. normally
0: we what have a I segment have on the it. show uh, where we talk about what we've been working on. Let's do that really briefly so we can get on to the next thing, which is the news. Mark, what, what have you been working on? What have you been doing for the last six weeks? We missed you.
2: Done so much stuff. Yeah, uh, me I, too. I took my van to Florida, Uncle and, uh, Rico's van. The Uncle real... Rico's van, yeah. and, and uh, the guy who plays Uncle Rico, John Grease, and the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Gardner Minshew, made a segment. It was on ESPN. Total trip, and I'm getting a check from Disney. That is like you know, my nice. lifelong dream for Disney to give me back money. I love it. <laughs> so you were <laughs> officially
0: a cast member?
2: <laughs> I Well, I, and I was even um, in the video. I uh, There's a part where he's talking to Minshew, and then they needed it. To end so they needed somebody to say that there was a um uh, the, the orange van was getting towed okay okay well so, that's great so so i volunteered bob zarzadek to say that incidentally
0: so, incidentally the same actor was also in the movie joysticks as the lead punk rocker
2: oh yeah uh, oh, cool. has been in so much stuff yeah. real genius
3: just tons and tons of things
0: yeah real genius mentioned that a few times on the show what are you doing brian are you sexting <laughs> What are you? What are you doing?
3: I, I'm I'm talking in the chat. <laughs> I,
0: I just could, I... What do you been? Uh, well, Mark, that's not all you've been working on. You collected a few things too, right?
2: <laughs> well, the, okay, so I'll skip over to the good stuff. I got an Atari Pong like three <gasps> days ago. For two hundred and fifty dollars, it was—it's so awesome. Uh, a guy that runs, um, you know, gambling machines here in Texas. There's actually like a weird loophole where you can have four gambling machines, and the and the police look it over. They just are like, oh, uh, you know, as long as you don't have five. Anyway, they had this Pong in the corner, and he just decided he didn't know how to do it, or he didn't know how to, what to do with it, and so I got it, and nice. it's working. Uh, the monitor is like totally, you know, sloshed, but. Uh, so that's my next restore, for sure.
0: Fantastic.
2: Brian? That is great.
3: <laughs> um, let's see what I've been working on. Uh, we had Red Bull by the shop. for the, uh, They're touring the country with some pro gamers for the fighting game circuit. And so they were doing kind of interesting different things around the Twin Cities. And so they came by the shop and the guys played some games, came out, sat down, played on our Japanese cabinets. Um, so we had some fun with that. Um, I picked up way too many games to count, uh, but, uh, picked up a super Cobra, uh, track and field cocktail and kind of got this bulk buy of like 13, 14 games, all of which I expected not to work. And all, but like two of them worked. Whoa. Uh, nice. and so it's, it was kind of like plugging the track and field cocktail, which had no plug on it. The plug had been torn off. So, you know, d- I, instead of actually hooking a plug up, I just decided to shove the wires into the outlet, you know, kind of style. Oh my God. Style. Go, All right, let's see if this thing goes. Wow. And it, it went. So,
0: um,
3: You're, and so then, uh, <laughs> You're so lucky.
0: You're so lucky.
3: I I got very lucky with this buy, actually. Man. And then um, the other thing I've been playing with is uh, I've been taking M92 boards, which are uh, the golf game Major Title II, and playing around with converting them. There were a number of different games done on the M92 system, um, including R-Type Leah and Ninja Baseball Batman. And so I had found a couple of major title two boards didn't really like major title two so now i have r-type leo and uh ninja baseball batman
0: nice crazy well i got a free centipede Uh
1: (laughs) well it it was
0: it wasn't really free but uh it was uh it was very very inexpensive steve murky shout out thanks for uh tipping me off And I rebuilt the power supply, rebuilt the power brick, um, got a new board set for it because the other one was fried. And I'm going to figure out how to fix it someday. uh, So I have a working centipede right next to my millipede, which is kind of fun. But I already had a centipede, uh, just a little one. So now I have the big one. So, yeah, feel good about that. Uh, Also got, uh, what else did I get? Oh, yeah, I've been working on Defender. I, I'm, I converting, I'm converting it back from a switching power supply where they cut off the, the, he, the header. And, oh, that's, yeah. un, that's uncouth. So I'm rebuilding the linear, and I'm going to put it back to the way it was supposed to be. And it's all for that stupid, dumb, NVRAM Savior score crap that I wanted to work. So switching power supplies and NVRAM modifications don't work very well together. So yeah. I'm going to make it original and then um yeah so i had a lot of powder coating all that stuff and journey uh, is back on track uh i found a new powder coater that uh, was recommended to me so i'm going to bring some stuff over to them and see how they do and see if they can fix that journey control panel so i can put it together uh so yeah that's what i've been working on
1: tim you gotta get what's going what are you doing I always feel bad when this segment hits. Well, you can I'm talk about your cool gaming. Like you were just gonna are. haven't scored anything cool like you guys have. Oh come on! But you've been uh, like leveling. Up. How about a
4: vacation or
1: something? He's been leveling up. I've been playing the crap out of Diablo three. Me there and you. Tina, um, we've been having fun with season eighteen. It's it's one of the first seasons we've really just got into and really you know put some time into. I was looking last night, and my main character I've got one hundred and ten hours into, and I was like, whoa. Put a little bit of time into it this season, and we've just been having fun playing that and um, old computer stuff. I put I put together a machine. I'm going to make a pfSense firewall for my network, and I've got the machine built, and I've just got to set and play with the software and get it all sorted out. But nothing arcade related, unfortunately. I'm going to mute Brian. What did, what, happened, uh, to the, get what, that uh, what happened to the got oh, that noisy keyboard? What happened to the microphone? Oh. I bought you.
0: Where is it?
3: Uh, the microphone is right here.
0: It's not turned it's on. It's a great mic. You're talking through... No, you're not. You're talking through your headphones. I guarantee... My headphones you, don't have a mic. They. What's that little thing on your necklace? Looks like it. No. Yeah. yeah never mind. You're just loud. You're just it's, loud. It says I'm using the blue ball. Oh, you got blue ball? <laughs> you got a blue...
3: Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, that's
0: too no, funny. I'm blue glad I got a yeti. yeti. All right, Tom. Uh, what have you been working on? Do you like... You've been working on moving those games around or what's going on
6: that's pretty much it you know <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm still though gosh tim i'm still waiting for you to to put up a robotron score or whatever happened to that ah.
1: procrastination not on the, not on a lot your of procrastination <laughs> huh. yeah. i love it when you get people
0: that are competitive in a room and they immediately start smacking each other down
1: well what happened what happened with my robotron was it's uh it's the what is it the j-rock board And Mark Hoff came up to change a ROM set for Dwayne when Dwayne came down, and he wiped the board. So I had to hunt down some ROMs. There's like a master image, I guess, that you can get that puts all the ROMs back on the system, but I can't find it. Nobody seems to have it where I can get a copy. So Hmm. I was hunting ROMs for a while. I got most of them back, and I don't know. I just... uh, haven't put any in time into playing it yet. But hey, winter's coming and that works for me really well. I've got the week of Thanksgiving off, and then I've got all of Christmas and New Year's off. So I'm sure there'll be some scores coming at some point.
6: Yes, that's I, cool. I do have I do have one thing going though About a while back. Heather bought me a Miss Pac-Man board. Nice. And so now my next goal is to finally after 30 years or whatever it's been to hit the kill screen on Miss Pac-Man.
1: Wow, you're just finishing all kinds of bucket list items, aren't you?
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad that's, so that's not on I- my bucket list,
1: as I would probably <laughs> die before well, it started. happened. I mean, he started the Nibbler thing and got the movie going, and before he started Nibbler, he had uh, the Bozeman Think Tank and, and the Miss Pac-Man stuff going, and um, he, <laughs> he kind of set other people up multiple times. I took off and ran with Nibbler, and the stuff he showed down at the Tumwa, Chris Iron, and Billy Mitchell kind of took off with on Miss Pac-Man. Sure. So Tom came out with all these, uh, I don't know what you call it, guess, this, this knowledge of these games that nobody else had. He's the brain. And he made the mistake of sharing it with us. He's the brains behind the brawn. He was, definitely.
0: <laughs> well, okay, well, let's, let's move on to the next segment, which everybody loves, and that is...
1: The Arcade News, arcades, pinball, industry alumni, arcade openings, collecting, celebrities, world record holders, operators, coin-op, conventions, new products and gadgets, gamers, The Arcade News. I'm Brian McLeod.
0: I'm Adam Stevens. We interrupt. A and now, The Arcade News
4: with Brian
3: McCloud. Welcome to The Arcade News. Uh, we have a couple of stories for you tonight. Uh first one is actually uh, a local one. There's a gentleman who is charged. I don't know if gentleman's kind of a term used loosely for threatening to shoot up a movie theater in Minnesota after losing money in an arcade game. He said he put $20 into the machine and only got $2 worth of games to work. I feel he like I've read this. He threatened the story. manager and said he would, quote, shoot this bitch up.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Wow. We don't talk the like kicker. that in Minnesota. Here, here's the
3: kicker. Like, so you, you threaten the manager, the manager calls the police, right? And so you, the police show up and you're like, I didn't do that, right? No, no, no! He then says to the police, "People who don't give your money back should be shot."
1: Hmm. Wow!
3: <laughs> wow. Minnesota—that's
0: <laughs> a uh, Minnesota nice right there.
3: Winter is coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it is.
3: <laughs> How stark! <laughs> So, anyways, uh, you know, I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. Like, the theater gave them $6 back and said they don't own the arcades. So they can only give that back. I don't know. If the guy came up to me and told me he was going to shoot stuff, I'd probably hand him 20 and ask him to leave. But, anyways. Wow.
0: Well, aren't um, you going to ask anybody else what they think of that
1: story?
3: Yeah, well, what do you guys think about it?
2: I mean,
1: Tim. It makes me not want to run an arcade or anything, that's for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do I the same thing. No.
1: You do the exact same thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to shoot this. No, I wouldn't say that. I'm kidding.
3: Levity. Okay. I mean, so the kind of funny thing about it is like they're saying, like, you lost $20 in an arcade. You don't really ever, you know, whatever. You never really gain money in an arcade, right? I mean, yeah,
1: this isn't Vegas.
6: Yeah,
3: you're losing money regardless of what happens.
6: So I think after I lost a few dollars putting coins in, I'd stop. You know.
3: Yeah I, well, Either that or that. get better at the game right But you also wouldn't like Tell the police that you thought Committing a crime was appropriate When they showed up either
1: right. Probably. Not. <laughs> we were even smarter than that When we were teenagers I believe <laughs> yeah.
3: So Anyways so he faces five years of prison And or a $10,000 fine Which is going to put him down even further Than $20 in the hole
0: I
7: lost wow. $10,000 in an arcade Yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. What's ten thousand dollars in an arcade? I mean, that's I have that in my back pocket.
3: Yeah, well, he was. He, I, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it was like a crane machine or something. So, um, moving on, uh, less arcade related but more snake related, and then we'll have a snake and arcade related kind of one. Um, the mm-hmm. largest known snake lives in a haunted house that is in England. It's a reticulated python that uh, the last time they measured was twenty five feet two inches long. And it's the largest captive snake, um, or named the largest captive snake in 2011. It takes 30 people to hold the snake. And it takes days, as they said, to measure it properly. Um, And uh, according to the article, uh, which is in the Metro uh, County UK uh, website, I'm citing my source, Adam.
0: um, (laughs) Thank you.
3: (laughs) So uh, it takes so long to measure the snake that they really just don't measure it that often because... It's it's too time consuming, so I, I don't know if it, anybody wants to do a field trip to U, the UK and help hold the snake to get a, a true measurement. Uh, the Halloween attraction is open until November second. You can go see it. How heavy did that snake weigh? Did you? Ah, uh, I don't remember offhand if it said. It's at three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, three hundred and fifty. That's it. Ah, that's wow. it. <laughs>
0: Insane. In the membrane.
3: And finally. A snake oh. and arcade little tidbit for those of you who remember April Fools' last year, there was you could play Snake on Google Maps. Yep. Well, you can play Snake on Google Maps now just by taking snake.googlemaps.com.
0: Okay. And so, you can play
3: Snake in all the major cities that you'd like to. And then it, and it—that's news. Is that news? Well, I don't know. That's like a product news I and mean, whatever. It's interesting. <laughs> I found it interesting. I thought we no, were talking about like San
0: francisco the star wars uh one up is shipping now
3: it is it is shipping, and actually um we got a I was talking to somebody who had gotten direct feedback on it, and they said they were actually pretty impressed with the quality of the build they had a real star wars and actually the star wars one up and said that it was a it was better feeling than they thought it was gonna be, so the one yeah. that I had felt where the flight controller felt not. Optimal may have just been because a couple thousand people had messed with it at the convention I was at.
1: Sure. Well, it may Kind of makes you wary of how long it's going to hold up, though.
3: True. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're definitely consumer-based units, right? I mean, they're not they're not commercial right. by any means. Well, um,
0: the other thing that I think is interesting, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but there's been a large uptick in one-ups on marketplaces. Oh my gosh. Can't imagine that. It's really annoying. So all these all these people are like, I want that. And they buy it. And then a few months later they're like,
1: I don't want this in my living room. <laughs> hey, it's better than all the arcade games that were, you know, upgraded to a 60 and one. <laughs> it's true. At least they just well, bought one, you know.
3: That's the funny thing with the arcade one-ups now. The big thing to do with them is upgrade them. In fact, there's even a like Tron conversion kit for your uh, one up arcade <laughs> on Amazon with like a Tron like control panel and like our uh, joystick and a spinner and everything else. I mean, people are spending more money on the upgrades, yeah. And upgrade
1: on the machine, yeah. yeah.
3: I, I, so you guys are the same as me. I remember in high school, you know, people would buy this like Dodge Omni for like 200 bucks <laughs> and then drop like $20,000 into the oh, thing, me.
1: mostly in the you stereo, know.
3: yeah. Well. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> everything on those—it's insane what they do. To those things. I'm like, why don't you just buy a nice car to start? No, that's not the point. Okay. <laughs> so, but that's that's all I've got for the news.
6: Oh well.
4: <laughs>
6: oh, it's have fun you? to play for the first twenty minutes, and then it's <laughs> and then it's not so fun. Back in '82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Back, back to the, to the, cave, the cave, cave with
2: with time runner. <laughs>
1: Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull?
2: Why, yes, there is, Doc. (laughs) Oh, let me continue. Um, (laughs) So I have a link that uh, will lead to a news segment. It's actually a series of news segments. So, Adam, I need you to watch. Yeah. Two minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah. Uh, You'll have to stop the video. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to listen in. This is ni- a 1982 ABC News Channel 7 Los Angeles news segment covering the video game industry. So I thought what would be interesting uh, is before we do What's in the Juke, we could like listen to an old uh, news article and then kind of remark about
5: how dumb it was, or maybe insightful.
0: Okay. Here's the first one.
5: Well, video games fever has prompted a number of businesses to try to cash in on that billion dollar craze book publishers and even movie producers are trying to make video games pay off for them we go inside a video games factory and learn just how others are making their share of the big money as we continue our special service uh, video fever games people play
0: can you guys hear that okay perfect all right i'm not hearing it very well so as long as everybody else is here you want me to continue to play this segment
2: yeah but did you jump to 245 yeah Oh, I actually meant you to cut it off at two forty-five. But let's let's keep going. We at the next uh, next week uh, we'll uh, we'll
5: start from the beginning. Okay. So keep it industry. keep an eye out for the end. All right. Like these video game books, how to win video games, the secret of video game superstars. The video game industry has now even given birth to its own motion picture, Tron, where a young computer genius is trying to break into a massive computer system.
1: It's because man, somewhere in one of these. Memories
5: is the evidence. So the young computer genius tries and gets zapped by a ray gun right into the machine and onto the computer-generated game grid to meet characters who are alter egos of their creators and to a place where, according to the movie ads, love and escape do not compute. Naturally, there is a Tron machine on the market now. Four games in one, ray guns and all. If there's been a mistake, I've got to see the guy in charge. You will. In terms of the arcade video game, the guy in charge is not in Hollywood. Tron's big brother is in suburban Chicago at the Valley Corporation's Midway Plant. Here they are turning out Tron games as fast as they can. These workers are under so much pressure, company executives asked us not to spend too much time shooting the factory for fear it would slow the workers.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a tip and not play the rest of the clip because it looks yes. like it goes on for
2: quite a while it doesn't actually the it, is like it, they're like two minutes each oh well this this <laughs> but one that's a good stop that's a that's a perfect stop
0: yeah is that so we want to discuss this now yeah yeah <laughs> okay well it's kind of funny we picked this one because first of all i thought it, uh, all those how-to books are are hilarious and i love them yes. and then and then we it's topical because we were just talking about tron so uh bally cranking out hundreds thousands of tron machines quite impressive don't bother the workers so they can go faster right i've seen some of these videos they're amazing where they have like the whole assembly line and there's just a set of people that all they do is put t- uh tie wraps on on wires you know they have a, and they
2: right that's your job that's your You're job. the tie wrap guy yeah and, and then the next guy is the, the guy that screws in the little rubber things that you put your hands in to yeah. hold the machine and then
0: there's <laughs> the guy that is putting in the monitor and then the and then the person that tests the monitor, and right? The per, the last person that tests all the function of the control panel, that control panel expert, I think they're called.
2: Oh, I've heard of those. <laughs> I know a few of those.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shoot! I didn't even check to see.
3: They, they estimate that there are ten thousand of them sold. 10, Trons. 000.
2: Yeah. That's impressive. That's actually how I met Adam. Yeah. I bought his Tron. I've
4: had three Trons. Couples.
2: You have. Yeah. So so
0: well, that's cool.
3: It was, You know, it's funny because it is really, I mean, it, it, I know it's obvious, but like they say in the, the segment, like it's a multi-game. I mean, I, you know, I didn't really think of it as Tron, but it is. I mean, it is a multi-game.
0: Yeah, that's actually the reason. So when I first started collecting, Tron was my first game and I chose it because I wanted a game that had more than one game in it and I didn't want to put like a multi thing in yet and that wasn't that was more difficult back when I started in 05 so oh the old or days. 02
2: 02 actually oh my I
3: remember so I picked up my tron uh there was a it was like the old you know there it's a broken fuse and it was a broken fuse somebody selling it cheap right when I got back from residency from Hawaii And I remember sliding out there with a friend of mine, getting it, bringing it back. And we had all these arcade games in a row in the shop and like separating them a little bit. So Susan wouldn't notice that I'd bought the Tron and sliding it right into the middle of a row. (laughs) Nice. Wow. There's, there's, it's like it's you like can't you hide a tuck Tron. That in the middle there. yeah. There's no way to hide a Tron cabinet. It's like bright fluorescent everything. Well, there's not now because I just said on the air what I did. You uh. <laughs> getting in trouble for something that happened five years ago now.
2: Uh. <laughs> She's not an earshot. I think that it'll take a while before she watches this episode. Yeah, true.
3: Yes. You hear a 10-second time delay. Hey! Oops! Oops. <laughs>
2: We don't have a dump button. I'm sorry. No. no. Well, I do. <laughs> well, you better be editing this one real quick. and, get it's, a
1: the and the it's a different kind of dump.
0: It's a different kind of dump.
2: Oh, my God. Was I have a question. You do? Yeah. What's in the juke?
4: What's in the juke?
2: It over. All right. So, Mark, why don't you tell us what we're doing? Well, home. we're going to play a few songs, uh, just little clips, and our listeners in the chat room will try to guess the title of the song and the artist. If you guess one of them, you would, you'll get half a point. Half a point. If you guess both, you will get a full point. Full point. point. <laughs> and there might be fighting. Half oh, yeah. Point.
4: so
2: and we go in the order that we see the the final chat appear so if you say something and it looks like you said something for somebody else you may have not done that because of the way it all works on youtube so we've got the final say on this side (laughs) there may be there may be prizes i'm not sure uh
0: tonight we're playing for the glory of the win the glory
2: of love glory of love Yes. Peter Sotero will go to your house and give you a pat on the back. Yeah, I'll pass. No, Everybody's I. like, that.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, cash prizes uh, coming up someday in the future. Yes, maybe I have two, many quarters left over. Maybe, maybe just prizes. I mean, I could, I could make up some prizes right now, but um, I'm not going to. Tonight's just for fun. For All fun. Right. So, five, okay, five. here we go. Uh, we're gonna play a clip, right? And then do um, you guys try to guess what's going on? <laughs> there's. there's. Oh, the- my God. That's all you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I would get it. Somebody's going to get it. There's no way.
1: Oh, yeah. You can get that one. Car wash. See, there's, there's a song.
0: There you go. Randy's oh, got car wash.
3: Yes.
4: Yeah.
0: It just does that repeatedly
1: Not Fogarty <laughs> That's, so nuts.
0: That's such an awesome song Actually It <laughs> then... sounds
1: almost as fun as listening to Nibbler for 24 hours Sometimes <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Randy, we're going to give you a half point, and we're going to move on to the next track. That was Rose Royce with Car Wash. All right, here we go.
2: Nice.
1: Here's another piece of trivia for this song. This artist is a nominee for this year's induction to the Hall of Fame. True story. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Get it on.
0: That's Randy again, is it not? Yep. Mike Page got got the artist. Mike Page with the artist. So we got an even split, right? Half point. Half point for. Yeah. And half half point. point. Okay, good. All right. uh, And that was Bang a Gong. Get It On is the full title by T Rex. And hopefully. I think it's the second time he's been nominated. Hopefully he gets in this time. Okay, here comes another one.
1: <laughs> That's a tougher one. It is. I, I don't know if I would have got it from that clip. Oh, look, Casey's here!
0: Casey's here! that's not even possible he hasn't been here and i don't believe you
2: he's here <laughs> and of course he
1: right on yeah song and artist good job wow cranked i definitely out. wouldn't have got that
2: welcome back casey
1: hey chris a- welcome back
0: carter carter
1: see my buddy chris long jumped on just a little bit late for that one
0: all right all right so the next track uh so that was stuck in the middle with you by Steelers wheel uh and the next track is this one There's no, there's no clapping.
2: What?
1: What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the artist. Randall got the artist. On my Billy screen.
0: Joel. <laughs> I didn't play <laughs> the song. Half ah, point. And only the good... Oh, Casey got it. Only the goo der young.
2: <laughs> we know what you mean. Oh, man, the goo. Uh,
7: only the goo der young. Mr. Mr. goo.
0: Okay, here we go. Uh, this is, oh, wait, I, can, I can't skip this one. So that was only the good die young Billy Joel.
1: I would have got this one already. <laughs>
0: Here's a
1: story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Casey got the artist. Steve Miller back. And the song. And the song. Takwa, the Amunamu, well, and run. Do we take points off or partial points off for spelling here? Not <laughs> usually. He's going as fast as he
0: can. Though. He's great. Right?
1: have to get it to him. Takwa, we, we the
0: about. Amoni, and run. <laughs> Takwa, <laughs> the Amoni. <laughs> Takwa, the Amoni. <laughs> It's yeah, right. very taco. funny. <laughs> 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 okay. A Piccolo Show. Okay. Wait, no, he gets a... Full point. Full whole, whole point, yes. <laughs> okay, that was the Steve Miller
1: He's on <laughs> a strange keyboard tonight. Or, a, there you go. Yeah.
0: With a taqua an and, Italian keyboard. <laughs> take the money and run. Oh. <laughs> young lovers,
4: nothing better to do.
0: Where's the clapping? What are you talking about?
4: <laughs> and here's what happened when they decided
0: to cut. I'm gonna get banned again Okay, here we go
4: yep. <laughs>
0: John Cougar uh, That is actually correct John Cougar, Casey, and Jack and I That's not what your
1: show notes say
7: <laughs>
0: I, I don't does he have different show notes I don't.
2: mr peabody is the first one that mentioned the last name i think we're gonna have to get uh, actually it to no
0: him. it's it is only john cougar uh there's not melon camp on that one that was uh on american fool which was before isn't it before he changed his name to melon camp I don't know. I'm just going
2: by your show notes. Yeah, I pulled that off of the uh, off of a YouTube video, so it could be wrong.
0: It that is wrong. It's John Cougar. Um, okay. Yep. So uh, Casey is correct on both counts and for a full point. Full point. Pulling ahead. Pulling ahead. He was behind. That's right. I didn't even know. That's that's pretty funny. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, you skipped a couple. I did. Oh, I did. Yeah. No, I skipped one. I'll go back.
2: All right. Okay. Skip
0: two. I, I skipped one because it, I removed it, so we'd only have ten.
2: Oh, okay, got it. Oh. But it's okay. I'll, I'll strike it. All right.
0: <laughs> Not Prince, but good guess. Uh, Private Eyes is correct, Casey, with the first half of that. And Brian rober with half point for Hall and Oates is, is that right?
2: That's correct. Hall and Oates.
0: <laughs> What's that? Hall and half, half point, point Oates. That's right. Uh, yeah, so we did Jack and Diane and John Co- and we did Private Eyes. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that thought that song Jack and Diane was dirty. Uh, what? A little story about. Jacking Diane. Oh yeah. People
1: read into a lot of stuff, don't they? They're yeah,
2: disgusting.
0: Little or little diddy was it? Yeah. Yeah, a little diddy. Okay. I oh, get it.
1: The little diddle. Okay, here we go. One two God. three. Uh, my baby don't mess around. <laughs> I do not know that one I, at all. What is I, that? I did not <laughs> take it modern. out.
2: More modern. <laughs> one
5: two three. Uh, my baby don't mess around. <laughs> Uh. All right,
4: yeah! <laughs> I am your neighbor.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Uh, Outcast. Uh, both of them, uh, Casey got both of those, right? Is
4: oh, yep. He sure did. Full
0: point. All right. He is a machine. Gee. Casey with 900, and everybody else with half a point. Okay. <laughs> 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 Here comes the next track. That's all I'm playing. I'm not sure. playing. That's
1: enough. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
2: Queen, <laughs> queen, queen,
0: queen, queen, queen. Oops, Steve. Steve Take. We will. Uh-huh. Well, Steve Take got the artist in half of the name. We should give him a quarter point. It's like, we'll give give Steve Take three quarters of a point.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow! And so, what? We give Casey the other quarter.
0: Yeah, Casey gets another quarter.
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah, because he needs it. Something yeah. must be done to stop Casey. <laughs> Don't say that.
0: We want him, him to come back. He's a savant with this stuff. I love did. it. I love it. All right. It. Okay. Um, the We're next... almost near the end here. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So this track is this. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait. This is a. This isn't the right version.
2: No, it's not. I don't know what that is. Uh,
0: I will tell you in a minute when I'm not about <laughs> to reveal it to everybody.
2: Mute, <laughs> mute.
0: <laughs> Let me just get the right track. Okay. Uh, yeah, because, you know, we just like to have a little bit of, you know, dead air right here. You know, Dead, dead. <laughs> I can't believe that. Okay, here we go.
1: Very better. Go. Much better.
0: <laughs> and just for fun, I'll play the other one while that one's uh, being murdered. <laughs> That's a Go Go's. Uh, and it is Wrong song. not We Randy. Got the Beat. It is not We Got the Beat. But you're close. Brian
1: Froberg got it.
0: Brian Froberg gets Frober half gets a point.
1: 4-1. Point. So it's Randy. Half half
0: point. Point. Oh,
3: Randy got that. And Randy, Randy got, got an half, half, half point. All right.
0: Half point. And so the other track was. <laughs> so, same writer, Jane Weedlin different group. It's a Fun Boy Three version. <laughs> <laughs>
4: much Oh my different... gosh,
0: that's horrible. Yeah. So from the eighties. Yeah, it's from the eighties. Uh, yeah. Like 1980, yeah. I'll play one more. I'll play one more just c- for fun because it has have
2: that as a cover. I can't believe it.
0: <laughs> well, it's not a cover. Jane Willeson wrote it, so okay, she okay. was in the Go Go's. So yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, it's okay.
0: All right, here we go.
7: It's my favorite song. Will I love a
4: rainy
0: I added that because uh, I had the clap. I love it <laughs> and snapping. Okay. That's a good call. Casey Ralford, Randy Gelking split for one half each, right?
2: Is that what I'm reading? Uh, Yeah, definitely. All right. Casey said, yeah, yeah. Casey got the title first and Randy got the title. Well, congratulations, (laughs) Kelsey. All right. (laughs) I haven't, I haven't talked to him. I'm trying to... Uh, this, this math is difficult with the quarter points. <laughs> and the quarter
1: points. Let's see if carry the one up. Uh, <laughs> well, we Casey came up with one. fractions. <laughs> <laughs> so the I load. feel
0: like I should send Casey something because it's the first time he's played in forever. And he's... And he, there's no prizes now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, today, yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, let me see. Uh, okay, so and uh the first person that says what all these had in common not that Adam mentioned it but let's see who can type it out fastest yeah what to, what to these oh that's a good idea you have a theme and then you yeah you'll get a full point if you can if you can get this and then it's uh-huh. a tie. it's a tiebreaker huh. sure except for casey uh, killed it yeah no no not 1981 Not without cast that's, that's for sure no yeah for sure. Yeah, And it's not immediately obvious because we didn't play the entire songs up to the point where...
0: Well, all of them had it except for, like, one in this particular case. Well, two. Mostly
3: yeah. 80s music. Yeah.
0: Mostly <laughs> 80s. That's, uh, that's a astute. Well, why don't you tell
2: them, Mark? Tell him what the commonality was there. The commonality is that all... Well, They're still thinking. I like Randy's like,
0: hmm. <laughs> oh, Casey got it.
1: Jeez. Hand claps. <laughs> Again. Should. <sure. laughs> right. right. Good job, Casey. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we should get, get Zarzadek to record uh, Casey's outgoing message on his cell phone or something. Wow. As a <laughs> gift. Casey. As a we gift. Killed it with 6.75 points. Wait a minute. He should
4: uh, uh, only uh, have like Randy
2: came in second with 2.5 and Brian Foper with one. Uh, <laughs> Steve Taki with 0.75 and Mike Page pulling on the rear at 0.5. Thank God I didn't have
0: to send anything to Canada
2: today. All right. <laughs> asked if the
3: clap was a. <laughs>
1: yeah. You guys are close enough. You can just deliver personally, right? <laughs> right.
3: <laughs>
2: okay, so. Interview. Oh, what? wait. Unless you have a, a voicemail, I don't know.
0: I don't. I don't see any. Do, do we? You do. I don't
2: do voicemails. You do have a voicemail.
0: Oh. oh, I didn't see it in the show notes. Oh, wow. God. because it's, it's, Did, uh, because it's, it in the Facebook it's, spontan- it's spontaneous, Is it's spontaneous,
2: it's full of spontaneity. Is it?
0: How much have I had to drink anyway? Like a whole glass Um, I flour. don't know. Do you
2: feel sleepy? Then tell me now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> touche, touche. Oh my God. Uh, we're, we shall never speak of that. <laughs>
2: okay, you are very kind for bringing it up at Grinkers. That was nice. I didn't know how to approach the subject, so. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, all right. Oh, no, this ought to be good. We do have a call.
0: Uh, let me see if I can bring it up here.
2: Thank you for calling 612 548 Game. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. Hey, Arcade Radio Siders! It's your buddy, Bob Garzadek, control panel expert and technician. I can't believe I missed your season finale episode with uh, Mr. Nolan Bushnell, uh, but I heard it was a real snoozer. (laughs) You know, I love getting a good nap in between important events. Uh, So I've been uh, keeping busy here in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, helping people with orange vans from getting towed. Uh, Let's see what else. I've been playing Man vs. Snake a lot. Uh, only out in the wild, uh, and you know, in real life, but uh, mostly in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I know what you're thinking, and you're a pervert. You know what? I'm hanging up. This is, this is going too far. You,
1: you think about what you've done. Learn the dick out.
2: Wow. <laughs> wow. Jeez Louise. That guy's upset. <laughs> I think I could joke. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. Uh, Okay, moving
6: on. (laughs) The whole idea of marathoning Nibbler was my idea. I mean, I was the first guy who actually tried it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll play that clip again. The whole idea of marathoning Nibbler was my idea. I mean, I was the first guy who actually tried it.
0: All right, welcome to the show. one more time, Mr. Tomasaki. All right, everybody. Some- hey, All right. Well done. All right. All right. well, and, and we have Heather Moon, right? Is it Heather Moon?
7: It is And uh, is it
0: husband the second time we've had a husband and wife couple on the show, the first time was was I can't remember who probably.
2: Tim,
0: (laughs) yeah, Tim and Tina were the very first uh, couple. Really, the two T's.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, that was really great. So uh, we thought we'd try to recreate the magic here with uh, you know Heather and Tom and Tim.
2: Uh, (laughs) Kind of uncomfortable. Now get mad at each other. No,
0: no. I feel like we should invite Tina now, just because it's it's awkward for everybody. Uh It's really. So, I guess my first question is um, How did you two meet?
6: Well, you, well, who? Us two or them two or <laughs> this two? Or... <laughs> well, this is the,
0: let me just rephrase the question uh, Mark and Brian, how did you two meet? <laughs> uh, I think the well, question,
4: there, there the question is so just, yes.
0: just for future reference in this interview, the questions will be directed at the guests.
2: Yeah, I was <laughs> I was looking for some mosquito repellent, and I ran into Brian. Just, I don't, wanna get, I don't want to get,
0: I don't want to confuse anybody, but just, just oh. so you know, the questions will be directed at you.
6: And Tim is our well, but, guest host down there. So, well, with with me, that's not too hard to confuse me sometimes. <laughs>
0: So I see they're dodging the question. So it must have been like in a bar. Uh,
6: <laughs> no, you know, it, it is a little bit of a dodge because uh, you got to see your faces when we say this, though. Oh.
0: <laughs> Just say you met through a friend. It's- that's all you need
2: to say. <laughs> I met my wife on MySpace, so how bad could it be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh,
7: we, met, we met at, um, I was Tom's student.
2: Oh, okay. Oh. Well, that seems fine. Uh, <laughs> everybody's an adult.
0: I've seen this episode of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> I
2: thought it was Degrassi. <laughs> uh,
0: actually, I've never seen Dawson's Creek. Has anybody
2: seen Dawson's Creek? I haven't seen it. <laughs> but you're both professors now. I mean look, it made it was made to happen. Yeah. I mean, come on.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: so awesome.
0: I well, I really yeah. want to know more about this story, but we're just gonna leave it for our, yeah. a, our the imagination of our viewers.
4: Oh, That's
0: <laughs> I love it. Okay. So what uh, what's can you tell me what school that was at? No, no. <laughs>
7: At Washington State. Okay, uh, yeah. excellent. Was, yeah, Ooh. yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's let's backtrack to the beginning of the show. Uh, we mentioned a few things that you were involved with. Tell us about the Bozeman Think Tank.
6: Oh wow! I Haven't thought about that in a long, old time. Um, <laughs> you guys were talking earlier about long winters. <laughs>
4: yeah,
6: <laughs> and that's what we did, right? Up in Bozeman, right? Um, like, whose idea was that? With Whose idea was that? I don't know. Um, Bozeman Think Tank. Um, that's actually Walter's. That's, Walter came up with that phrase. Oh. Um. Huh. Believe it or not, we never called ourselves that. Right? Walter
2: Day, right? For
6: Day. Walter Conkite, is that?
0: <laughs> Walter Cronkite, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <that> one. <laughs> I've got an idea. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Yeah, but I, I just fell into uh, this group of guys, uh, an engineer, a physicist, me, and a computer scientist, and we just started hacking away at some of these games. And you know, for some reason, somebody thought that was pretty cool and gave us a name. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's great. So uh, your, uh, <clears throat> what were like the core tasks of the think tank? What did you, what, what did you invent?
6: Where did we get that? That's, that's a good question. Actually, actually, we were chasing ghosts, so to speak. Um, no pun intended there. Um, we, we come to realize that there was this place called Twin Galaxies, and it was somewhere in the middle of the country. So, and it was putting out high scores. And they would post these high scores that were better than ours. So we kept chasing these scores. And every time we thought we had a better score uh, on Ms. Pac-Man, for example, this new score would come on. We'd be like, ah, what's going on? And so finally we beat, um, we wanted to beat everybody, right? And so we got a nice high score. Actually, I did. in Great Falls, Montana one day. And... Uh, I and mean, finally, it was better than anything we'd seen them publish. And, and long story short, later on, much later on, many months later, we realized that some of these scores were just false anyway. So we were chasing scores that weren't real. But oh it my sort gosh. of drove us anyway.
0: That sounds like a whole <laughs> show. That sounds like a lot of.
4: There's a lot of that
0: scoring <laughs> stuff going on around here. I don't know. So, let, Tim, let's talk. I want you to talk. I want you to ask Tom. Well, a, a little bit about. Uh, I mean, we played a few clips from Man vs. Snake. Why don't you guys uh, cue us up with a few questions? Tim, cue us up with a few questions about Man vs. <laughs> Snake for Tom,
1: will you? Um, what was the deal with the ice and the elbow, Tom?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're jumping right into the deep stuff. <laughs>
6: When I, yeah when I first marathoned it was like um, Ben Bozeman and I found that when I did that I, I really it hurt my elbow for some reason I don't know what it was the, my style of play or something and so the next time when I was in a tumble I just made sure it had ice around to keep it I don't know numb because it hurt the first time Bad.
0: <laughs> it's a tennis elbow you're lucky yeah, it's all- you, were, you
1: were young So that first marathon that you did in Otumwa, was that your second marathon then? You did one in Bozeman, and then you did the one in Otumwa? Yeah. Okay, so I I walked in on your second game then.
6: Yeah.
2: Surprise! (laughs) Man vs. Snake 2, done. The
6: first game that I did, I actually called Walter one day, and I said, what's the highest video game score you've ever seen on any game? And he didn't know. And so at the time we thought it was a Robotron score that was like 300 million or something, and so I thought I said, "Well, I can beat that." I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for a billion points on Nibbler." It's gonna take me a couple of days, and the, the local arcade uh, at the university there, they're all ready to do this for me. They actually had people on staff all night, or one person on staff overnight, and I, well, of course, I didn't do it, but I got 838. In about
0: forty hours. <laughs> forty oh, hours, eight hundred and thirty eight million on your
6: yeah.
0: on your first marathon attempt. Yeah. And then in the movie, uh, it depicts Tim walking in with Western music. Um, <laughs> and, and, yeah, and Tom Asaki a is bit of liberty there. Yeah, and Tom Asaki and Tim's got his two six guns at his side. And then Tom is playing Nibbler. Uh, to the tune of seven hundred million. What was your high score uh at a Tumwa?
6: Uh seven
1: ninety-three. Oh, a little shy of the eight
0: hundred.
6: Isn't it weird how you remember these things? It's like
1: <laughs> Yeah, some of that stuff just burns into memory and you can't get rid of it no matter how much you try. What's
0: great is I just expected an answer, so
1: yeah,
0: it, took <laughs> to but, it, took what, it took me seven times. to on that. It took you what, Tim? It took me
1: seven attempts to Tom. Um, one of my so early attempts was $716 million, and I never beat Tom until I got the billion, so it took me seven tries. Tom got those first two scores, the 838 and the 793, and I chased that 838 for, I don't know, six to eight months or so before I finally got him. It took me a while. He <laughs> set a really good score right out of the box.
6: That's it. I-, I tried about five times, Tim, so...
1: Well, if you did the eight thirty eight before you came to a tumble, that would have been just one, wouldn't it? Or did you do multiples out there?
6: I did. I did a several in. Uh, oh, okay. Iowa. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I,
1: you guys didn't actually meet on the movie. You? No, no, no. We met back in the eighties. I mean, that's if, if we hadn't met, there wouldn't have been a movie. No, no, but I mean, you
0: didn't get to see each other in the movie. Did they film your segments? Oh,
1: yeah, we were separate. They never. Uh, oh, yeah. None of the footage was ever with us in the same place at the same time. Okay. I didn't see Tom until the movie was out. They showed it in my hometown in Atumwa. It was the year that I got inducted into the Hall of Fame down there. And Tom came back for that, and they did a screening in Atumwa, And that was the first time I'd seen Tom since the 80s. Wow. Yeah. I sent you that picture earlier on uh, on Facebook, the one in Messenger with uh, I had the red shirt on. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it was Tom and I. That was the first time we'd met since the '80s. Wow. Wow. Canada so took that picture right when we we met down there that day. Okay. And th- and then flash forward to
0: today uh, or recently, within the last few weeks or months, uh, Tom, you just broke a billion. Is that right? Oh, that
6: was a little over a year ago.
1: A little over a year ago. Okay. Yeah, getting closer
0: to two
6: now, about a year and a half.
1: Yeah. And were you? Tom had a lot more fun than I did. Were you present for that one, Tim? I was. Um, We were playing side by side, and the hope was that we'd both do it together. And uh, I don't know if it was like a diagnosis necessarily, but I was told I had altitude sickness. I just could not stay out of the restroom. It was... uh, A pretty miserable experience on my side of things (laughs) but even when my game ended i I pulled the plug i just i couldn't do it and uh i stayed awake i wanted to see tom do it it was uh i was happier to see him do it than when i did it i think that's cool
6: yeah it was a pretty amazing experience to you know it's it's it was this thing i wanted to do for 25 or 35 i don't know how many years it is now it's too long ago And I just—I finally got the chance, thanks to people like Dwayne, Richard, and Tim. Um, It wouldn't have happened without them, and with Heather. And then, to top it off, Tim got to be there, and Dwayne was there, and um, that was awesome. Other other old gamers were there to see it, and that was just so amazing. So, you know,
0: tell us about your relationship (laughs) with the old gaming crew. I mean, obviously, you met a bunch of people. Um, back at Ottumwa and doing the circuit um, and playing all these games. But what was it like to have this camaraderie with these guys that you didn't really know, uh, and then suddenly you all have this thing in common?
6: Yeah, well, um, even today and back then, I was kind of a – I don't know. I was a little bit of a loner, and I was a little older, or just a couple older than most of those guys. Um, And so – I don't know. I kinda of slipped out of the slipped out of that crowd pretty early, like right about the time I met him. That was kind of when I left the whole scene. So um, it's probably not not quite what you think it was. And
0: know. who do we have joining actually. us tonight on the show
6: with you?
7: <laughs> <laughs> this is Zion <laughs> um, What's
6: her
2: what's her name?
7: His name is Zion.
2: Zion. Yeah. Zion, like the where wherever Neo lives in the Matrix. Right.
7: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> see, perception can be a really weird thing, like what Tom's talking about. He was kind of on his way out, but for me, he was so I'm I'm the local kid from Otumwa, you know, I don't have any records. I'm going down to Twin Galaxies, that's my local arcade. And every time I go down there, I never know who's gonna be there. One time I walk in, I see Ben Gold over there playing Satan's Hollow, I see Billy Mitchell playing Donkey Kong, and I walk in and the first time I ever see the game or hear the guy is there's Tom playing Nibbler. So in my eyes, from where I sat, Tom was like Billy Mitchell and Steve Harris and Ben Gold, and he was on that level the day I met him. So he was one of these, you know, these hot dogs, <laughs> these really superstar players that was coming from out of town, coming to you know what they reference as the Dodge City of video gaming back in the day. So here's Tom, and he's, you know, and he's there. It's like, oh shit, Thomas Locke's here. Check this out. Let's go watch Tom. And I don't <laughs> think he had that perception of himself, you know. Because, like I said, he's a really nice, humble guy, and that that was thing that that probably attracted to me, me to him the most was he just he was a humble guy and he was nice to talk to. He didn't have an ego or an attitude. Um, Some of those guys were like a little hard to approach, and Tom wasn't. He just he was very authentic. I gotta believe. Nice.
0: Yeah, that's that's really nice to hear. I also believe there has to be a little bit of like if if it was my hometown. I mean, Tomo is probably not that big, right? I don't remember how what the population.
1: Nah, it's uh, I think at the time it was about like twenty-five, twenty-eight thousand somewhere near. So not, not, not like a
0: postage stamp, but pretty small for a town. And uh, you know, there's towns in Minnesota. There's like eight hundred people, or four in Emmaville. So, uh, you know, it's like okay, there's. They literally have a sign, Emmaville population four or whatever. (laughs) It's like, uh, who's doing the counting? Who who spent the money on that sign anyway? The
1: U.S. Census does the counting, so uh, at least at some point.
0: But you gotta, I, I gotta believe that you're like walking into the arcade, arcade going, well, these guys are probably just in a part of town that I don't know where they are. You didn't see them at school or anything. So how'd you find out? Uh, how did you guys? I well, obviously, Tom, you were visiting. So at the time, where did you live?
6: Uh, while I was visiting,
0: in in uh, in Atumwa, right? You would visit yeah. Atamoa. So where were you I from? I
6: stayed sometime. Where okay, from, from, from? Bozeman. Yeah. From okay. From Bozeman.
0: Okay. So that was right around the same time as the Bozeman uh, think tank. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So uh, the attempt. For a billion points, where did you do that? When did you do that? And how long did it take you?
6: The first time? Yeah. yeah. Well, this time when I did it? Wait, which time?
0: <laughs> the first time you did it, where were you?
6: Yeah, I was in, in Bozeman. Okay. I, I did it at the Student Union Building at Montana State University. In what, in what year? May of, May of 1983, I guess.
0: All right. <laughs> And then you just did it again. Maybe a year
6: ago. No. Well, I've only gotten the billion once. And that was a year and a half ago.
0: And that that was when uh, when where?
6: And that how was a long? year and a half ago in Santa Fe, New Mexico.
0: And how long did it take you?
6: Oh, about thirty-eight hours, I think. Thirty-seven oh. hours and fifty some seconds. Yeah. Thirty-seven <laughs> hours. I learned something in those, you know, decades in between. I learned how to score faster. Thanks to Tim and people like
1: Tim. Yep. <laughs> it definitely helps. More points helps. you can get off that thing quicker. <laughs> and I know
0: I know Tim's opinion of the bit kit, but that's what was available at GreenFast last week. Would you Tom, you need a bit you need a bit kit, don't you?
6: Yeah, I kinda of do.
2: Huh? Yeah, you can plug it right into one of those with the 61 boards. Yeah, I, got a,
6: I have a nibbler board too that we can plug in here. But the oh, sound nice. went out and I'm not uh, sure why.
1: Uh, what else? did you think of the bit kit?
2: What do yeah, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, was it comparable? or any
6: Differences or? Oh, I don't have I don't have a bit kit. No, that's what or you were not?
1: playing at Grinkfest when you were there playing oh. at Grinkfest. That was a bit kit. That was it. Huh? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
6: surprise. <laughs> well, so I so. he didn't well, even realize. You know, <laughs> you know, there's a certain number certain mazes where you have to clear the bottom first and then the top. You know, because there's only one way to get through from the bottom to the top. Yeah. And um, the snake never gets too long. It always seems a little bit shorter than on my game.
0: Hmm. Well, that's not possible unless the
2: s- setting was different. Well, there's three versions of the software. So yeah, there's I guess. different
1: ROM sets. Yeah. Right. If you play the it's Olympia ROM set, it's faster and the snake gets longer. Half of my patterns won't work on that set. Wow! So I've got a reth- and you only get a free life every eight waves instead of every four. So wow. it's a new challenge. I can't get a real high yeah. score on that one yet.
0: Well, somebody got one hundred ninety-eight
6: million on that one. But I. But you're asking about the bit kit, and I didn't yeah. even know it was there. So yeah, but we, there uh-huh. you go.
7: we did notice that the snake didn't get very long. That's right. why that guy got one hundred eighty something million. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I
0: bet bet there was a different setting. There's like six different versions of Nibbler on
1: there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not sure which one they, they set up to play. Why do they call that the Olympia chipset? Who is Olympia?
1: Um, I forget the backstory behind that. It was a dis. Hmm. It was a distribution of the game though. It was the cabinet was a different color. It was a black machine. It was just really funky. Had a lot of bright colors on it, orange and yellow. And, uh, I don't remember if Olympia was the actual distributor, but it was some kind of a deal where it wasn't, you know, just a regular Rockola version. Somebody else licensed it or something. Oh
3: wow. It it was Olympia. They they decided that it was too easy. So they amped it up.
1: Well that was Tom and I's fault. We we kind of
3: (laughs) that's too easy. These guys can play it for days. We gotta do something. The rest of us can't get past level one practically, and you guys are making the game harder for the rest of us. That's awesome. (laughs) You're welcome.
5: (laughs) I think I've made it to level four.
0: I'm that good. <laughs> I am that good. So, <laughs> I, 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 sooner or later I'll be I'll be, you know, spending 12 hours. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I will at some point.
4: <laughs> I've got, a
1: got time spent right here. Um Dwayne's <laughs> talked to me a couple times about trying to put together like, you know how they have the Kong-off of all the Kong players coming together? He was talking about trying to do something. He called it a nibble-off, and I'm like, okay, I'm interested in the concept, but if you call it a nibble-off, <laughs> I'm <not good. laughs> come up with something more original. Come up with something better. Nibble this. So, yeah, <laughs> nibble this. He, he said that, too, actually. Um, so if they had something like that, would you be interested? Would you ever play it again for that length? Or are you like kind of done with the game since you completed your goal?
6: No, I I could do that just for the camaraderie. That'd be great.
1: Yeah. I think it'd be fun. You know, just to be there, whether I get first, last, or anywhere in between. I think it'd be fun. Like like the Santa Fe event. That that was awesome. Everything about that event was first class score wars. I love it. Good. I'd love to do an event awesome. like that again. It'd be really easy with the bid kit too, because you could everything would be reliable. Level playing field and stable equipment. Yeah, it'd be nice. Uh-huh.
7: Oh, yeah. yeah, like Tom's board almost overheated during that billion points. We had to Amazing. pull out the machine while he God. was playing and to put a fan on it.
6: Yeah. <laughs> the more <past laughs> 950 million, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. always right there
2: as you're getting out like, to it. What did it start to do? It,
7: it started, like, um, making weird noises. You oh, know, no. the usual... Eh, eh, yeah.
2: Eh,
1: yeah. Like,
6: no. eh, eh, it's like the sound is <laughs> broken. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was so. just getting pretty bad.
7: Yeah. <laughs> and I just like texted the people of Meowth and I was like, something's wrong. We need we need Help. This is cooled off or something. <laughs> and they were on it. He was That's playing good. and they were pulling the the cabinet away from the wall. He was it <laughs> was like, Oh my god Trying not to unplug it while they were moving a fan
0: up. <laughs> Oh man. There was some of that going on in the movie too. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah,
4: had
1: my share of that. Uh huh.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if right. it could happen, it's happened to me or it's happened to Tom. It's happened to one of us, I swear.
2: <laughs> hey, so Tom, I want to ask a question. I we usually ask guests. As a youth, what were the circumstances that circumstances that actually got you hooked on video games? Like, what was the what, what was the scenario oh,
6: initially? Well. <laughs> um, the way I tell it, uh, I remember playing Pac-Man for the first time and being very unimpressed, actually. And then, uh, but later on, uh, I don't know. It was just something that you. These games were just sitting around in different places, in in bars, and stores, and restaurants, and whatnot, and, and in arcades, and there was a constant. Of- and just have some fun and but Miss Pac-Man caught my eye and then uh it's just a way to uh exercise my scientific muscles, I guess. Because mm. I don't I don't look at these things as entertainment all the time. I have to dissect it's like this entire universe in a box. I can only tell what's going on by experimenting with it. And that's the scientist in me. And it's hard to set that down, yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh did you end up being in any sort of program did you do any programming did you reverse engineer anything or uh
6: no I, you, I wasn't a programmer at the time yeah um it was just a giant not a giant it was just a, an experiment to me something i could probe and learn about
0: sure yeah and that's really well that's kind of cool so then you became a scientist <laughs> yeah i
6: sure uh, did
0: at los alamos <laughs> what the like, national
6: lab. Oh, Los Alamos National Laboratory.
0: Yeah, that that part wasn't written in the show notes, so I just said Los Alamos,
2: th- oh. place. That's La- what it says on the website, sir. Yep, yeah. Los Alamos. <laughs> when you say Los Alamos, everybody knows.
0: Yeah, but I was I was a scientist in in uh, Texas, somewhere <laughs> yeah. in Texas. That's awesome. So, uh, what kinds of things did you you know science? What science? What did you science the shit out of back
6: then? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't get to go to Mars. You know, but, yeah. oh. <laughs> um, well, I did. Uh, as what did I do? I did acoustic non-destructive testing of inertial confinement fusion targets.
0: That sounds (laughs) easy for you to say. Yeah, I I did that last week, and it was very painful.
6: (laughs) (laughs) So one of the big things on the government's plate is try to get fusion energy working instead of other fission clear energy. It's cleaner, it's nicer, it will solve all our problems, but it's really difficult. And I had a tiny little piece in trying to get that working, so...
0: Well, I'm glad you didn't blow anything up. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Tim McVeigh's <laughs> job, not Tom's.
6: <laughs>
7: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so
0: you decided that you didn't want to uh, do that anymore, or something happened where you became a professor of mathematics and physics at Washington yeah, State. Yeah,
6: I, really, I got really interested in uh, interpreting data okay. and, and related things, and that led to sort of me learning a lot of mathematics and eventually, I wanted to be closer to the students again. And so I left for an academic position. Hmm. Excellent.
7: They, you know, like there are like still people like...
0: I was going to make a crack about students. getting closer to students. Yeah, I, think I'll... I know. And I saw you <laughs> were going to do it. I knew you were going to do it. It's okay. Yeah.
7: Well, well, they said, you know, how did we meet? then you yeah. just said that you wanted to get closer to home. <laughs> but it's like, why you got to bust this out? It worked. <laughs> and it worked. She says success.
1: Success. The experiment was I successful. I love it when a plan comes together like that.
7: I went to school to get closer to professors. <laughs>
6: uh, there you go. Me too. There's a, there's, totally no. there's a great love story here for another day, right?
3: Uh, yeah. So, Tom one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting is you're talking about like calling Walter on the phone and talking about scores and and things like that. And then back in the 80s, obviously, the communication and how you got to know and meet these people was really different than today. And I mean, we're sitting here on a video call that wouldn't have been possible back then. Like, how do you see over time, kind of that connection with other people playing the games changing? And what do you think are the good and bad sides of like kind of arcade gaming and people interacting through time?
6: Oh my gosh, that's a gigantic question. Huge question. (laughs) Brian is also
0: a doctor, and not just on TV.
2: (laughs) He cuts into
6: people. Yeah. Well, um, it was totally different back then. Even like like my sons, I'm constantly telling them about. The days of no internet right <laughs> and the uh, horrors no i mean the communication was i mean we actually wrote letters right yep. game, i wrote letters to other gamers right oh wow, you know, you're really old you stick in the mailbox you know those <laughs> you're, <things. laughs>
1: wow, wow you're really old not like the rest of us. i didn't do letters i'm sorry <laughs> i wasn't that sociable
6: <laughs> i still have some of these letters from people like chris ira and darren harris oh that's
1: really
0: cool like oh man
1: that's amazing yeah.
0: Can I have them? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? What? I just yeah. want to read them.
6: <laughs> if we we actually wanted to, you know, meet up. You know, there's. I mean, it was a big deal to try and meet up to actually do things. You know, like we're doing right now. We actually had to be in the same room, right? But <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm. I. I would take bus rides to go to a place to, to meet people. And, they, you know, we'd sort of meet halfway or meet at Iowa or something like that. And that's, you know, that's why it took me seven years to get my undergraduate degree. Because so, <laughs> I was always it took me, weird it, like that.
2: it took me eight and a
6: half, so that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm still working but
6: online. <clears throat> it, was, it was really cool to go to Grinkfest and just be in that whole arcade atmosphere again. And uh, I didn't know a lot of people there, just a few. But you know, because you know, modern gamers are a different breed than they were back then. But, but it, but it was, it was, I don't know. It's a little bit of a memory sensory overload. Just to have be in that dark arcade again with all the lights and the '80s music playing, and you know, um, it was, you know, it was was cool. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, yeah. when you walked into Grinkers for the first time, uh, well, if you had one word to describe it, what would it be?
2: <laughs> I know. I feel the same <laughs> way.
0: Brian, go. I don't know.
3: I've, I've never been. Just a <laughs> second. I'll be right back. I, I've never been to Grinkers.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I was just putting you on the spot.
3: What's that? I, I was thinking
7: radical.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, radical. That's good.
6: Yeah, That's
7: a good work Yeah, it
6: felt like um, it, it felt like an a car, an arcade from a long time ago. I really yeah. did. It did. It was perfect. Right. Perfectly perfect. Perfect. Right? There it
2: is. So it's <laughs>
4: perfect.
6: Yeah.
2: Steve is a curator yeah. in, in who is very careful about what he lets in there. And it's not just a matter of, oh, uh, I just happen to have this game. I'm going to throw it in the arcade. He has a ton of games he will not let in there because he's it's just not right. It doesn't
6: fit. Yeah. I I was really happy to see, I mean, all of the games, I don't know if it's all, but almost all the games at least were in really good shape. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I mean, even down to the fact that you're paying 20 cents and yeah. there's a change machine sitting there, right? It's all. It's all there. Right? Yeah. All the pieces
7: are there. <laughs> yeah. It was just like the hair was not big enough. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only problem I saw the whole time we were there. Yeah.
6: And I'm. That I'm, I'm
7: like My kept falling.
0: And I'm reminded of uh, Joan Cusack's line from Gross Point Blank, where she says she's going to her reunion, and she says, "I went to my ten-year reunion. It was as if everybody had swelled." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I went to my thirty, and it was as if everybody had melted.
0: So. <laughs> right. There's a there's a the physicality is it's like wait why I'm in this arcade with all these old perverts.
4: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> you know the guys that you try so. to avoid in the arcade. That's us now.
6: Is
4: it?
0: <laughs> oh man.
6: <laughs> yeah, no. I had never I'm, been to Grinkers before either. It yeah. was my first time there. Even though I live only six hours away, right? And the only reason I was there is because Dwayne Richard called me or he texted me and said, "Hey, I'm going to Greenfest. Fest." I said, "Oh, um, you know, I'm not doing much this weekend. Maybe I'll go too." Right? And so, <laughs> that was so spur of the moment things. Um, Love it. The only, the only person from long ago that sort of kept in touch with me is well of course Walter did Walter's always kind of known where to find me but um, Dwayne Richard is the other guy who is always hanging around at some point
0: no I didn't I don't remember seeing Dwayne was he only there for like a day or
6: Dwayne was there for uh, about 24 hours yeah
0: okay yeah (laughs) right
6: He had to get back yeah. home. He he had to drive about uh, 24 hours to get home. Oh okay. my! Seeing karaoke. So.
0: <laughs> I think he <laughs> he won the bidkit challenge or second place or something, didn't he? And he wasn't there. Or Was that another guy?
2: What was the challenge? Uh, yeah. five five games that are on the bidkit. Yeah, so you actually got to use the. Uh, I think they actually were all on original hardware. So um, nibbler actually wasn't in the challenge. That one's using the kit.
1: I mean, what was the the, okay? So, you said it was a contest. What did the winner
2: get? A pat on the back and a hearty hi-ho. Actually, they had uh free bit kits for the winners and nice, very nice awards, you know, with uh, you know, like backlit, you know, real cool things. Um, I don't know how to describe them, but and you and you got to pick from the prize pool, which Adam, by the way. Uh, was he? He submitted a, uh, a, pi, a Raspberry Pi, complete with power supply and all these things, and uh, so the winners all got to look, and then one of them decided to, to take it. But uh, we were we were great. It was great that we were able to sponsor. It was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, Mark brought a 16-in-1. What else did you bring?
2: I brought a Wi-Fi enabled power outlet, oh, which that's right. allows you basically to control anything with Alexa or Google or Hey Google. Yeah,
0: and I, I my the the uh, the uh, pie that I brought was a four gig, uh, you know. So it was a one of the new ones with a case and a power supply and a cable and a everything you need except for a keyboard and a mouse. Right. I I could
3: have donated sixty pounds of creamed corn. Yeah, so
2: that
3: yes, would have been amazing. Could, yes,
2: you could have. <laughs> Why are we always talking about creamed corn? I'm a little confused here,
3: but a little throwback to you guys you know, sitting there harassing my Alexa last show. Oh, yes. <laughs> Alexa, please order 50 pounds of cream corn. <laughs> <laughs> got headphones
2: on. That's why Brian Brian did not have headphones on that day, and we were controlling his Alexa.
4: From-
3: <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> So I quickly got them on, but, uh, yeah, that was a...
0: Right now, all of the listeners are turning it off. Cause-
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> my shopping cart has 60 pounds of f- cream corn. <laughs> that's just too funny Alexa order prophylactics
2: <laughs> you want something that for sure she won't even question you know like just you know are you sure you want to do this you know one of those
0: things so. Alexa order 10 pounds of creamed I don't know something oh, cream cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta think of something good like 10 cream pounds corn. of jello jello yeah. Good, yeah. Cream
3: Jello, Cream Jello. <laughs> yeah. S150 says no more uh, Alexa talk. Mine's going bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> there's some good suggestions in about, the like, chat hey, right Siri, now. If that would trigger anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey Siri. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so t- I. You can tell uh, I have both Google and Alexa in the house, and I can tell google to talk to alexa um and she will That's cool. pretty funny so
1: can they have a conversation without you uh
0: well alexa will answer but you can't ask alexa to talk to google she just doesn't know
2: who google is not in she's not into it yeah she's oh. <laughs> i
0: unplugged it he says she's super <laughs>
1: narcissistic and yeah so tom i got a question i don't remember if i asked you or if i know the answer um so you're out in montana and you're going to school at the time when you first started doing the Nibbler and the Miss Pac-Man, how did you find Twin Galaxies? I mean, Tumwa, Iowa is not the biggest place on the planet, like we talked about earlier. So yeah. what what brought it up on your radar?
6: I, I heard it third-hand. I have no idea exactly, but a guy named Matt Brass. from Space Cal- Invaders. Bellmont. What's that? He did uh, Space, Space Invaders. Invaders.
1: He was out there for the Life magazine. That's okay.
6: Okay, Matt Brass came back up through of bozeman on the way home and Ah. talked
1: to spencer and okay yeah that's
4: how we found out yeah oh that's cool
1: okay i don't think i ever asked you i was i was kind of curious because you know if i hadn't been there i would have never heard of it nobody would have heard of me you know just that was my hometown and um i guess you made the mistake of coming to otomwa (laughs) otherwise (laughs) nobody knows who i am except for the oklahoma bomber whoops <laughs> i whenever i, I bring
0: know. your name up i always say no not that tim McVeigh. so yeah. there, there's uh <laughs> so uh that's an interesting question i was wondering then how did the whole man versus snake thing come up so did they approach who got approached first and how did tom tom how did you get dragged into that whole thing
6: well they approached tim first right long before they found me because
1: i'm so (laughs) so the way i i was told the story was uh tim and andy the guys that did the project they're producers on battlestar galactica editors maybe i'm not sure the exact title but they were working on battlestar galactica and they snuck a main cab into their studio and they were just like literally going down the alphabet starting at the top going down through all the games just having friendly little comps on stuff And I don't remember who got the high score between the two of them, but I think they said their high score was like 400,000. And they're like, wow, this is a really high score, 400,000. And uh, they said, I wonder what the world record – one of them said, well, I wonder what the world record on this is. So the next day, uh, one of them come into work and they had the Tim McVeigh, billion-point Tim McVeigh Day thing stuck on the door of his office. And he's like, that's not real. Nobody got a billion points on that. (laughs) It said Twin Galaxies (laughs) on the poster, so – they look up Twin Galaxies and they contact Walter and they start talking to Walter. And Walter's like, Well, yeah, I, he did it in my arcade. I saw Tim do it. And, then, Well, do you know how to get a hold of Tim? And of course he did. Walter, I don't think, ever loses anybody's contacts. So <laughs> he got a hold of me and asked if it was okay to pass my information on. I said, Sure, go for it. And uh, I didn't hear from him for, I don't know, six months. By the time I, they called me, I forgot about it. I'm like, You're who? You're what are you calling for? I thought it was a prank call. <laughs> so, the first time they come out and they interview me, I don't know if, if Walter had mentioned Tom or anybody else at that point, or or what they'd really talked about with Walter, but I started telling them about everybody. I told him, you know, Tom was the the whole inspiration for it. He was the one that started the Building Point Quest, and I mentioned Tom, and uh, I mentioned that Billy was there because they were familiar with King of Kong, and I mentioned that Billy was actually there the weekend that I got it, and I talked about Dwayne the last couple of years he'd been playing a little bit trying to get the score and um, when they first talked to me about doing it it's supposed to be like a 10 15 minute short form you know straight to YouTube just a small documentary and it, then it just blew up they started talking to all these guys and I was amazed when they tracked Tom down cuz I hadn't talked to him for years and I had no idea you know where he was or how to contact him or I would have made the effort mm-hmm. and it, it was cool and then you know they got Enrico from Italy and just so
4: Tom
0: what, what was it like getting that call for the for you?
6: Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, you know, let's see, it's kinda like Enrico said in the movies. like he's does this whole past life it's over kind of thing. I had right. sort of done that, walked away from everything. But Walter every once in a while Walter would call me or find me and ask me something or just talk to me and then and so I'm sort of expect this these sorts of things to come up about once a year and so <laughs> So I get this uh, I get this um, email from uh, Tim or Andy, I don't even remember which now, and at first I thought, ah, I'm not really sure what this is, right? Yeah, I'm that guy, but what are you, why are you talking to me? We talked for a while on the phone after that, and, and they're like, we're going to come up there and interview, <laughs> okay, if you want to. <laughs> okay. I had no idea really what they were doing all i knew is they were doing something with you know the whole nibbler story and so they came up spent a whole day with me and they even got to see me play miss pac-man too <laughs> so that's pretty
0: i and mean, you you are talking about doing a miss pac pac-man marathon or is that't really a marathon game because that ends right so
6: right yeah uh, so i guess you could technically marathon it i mean I have the ability to marathon it but that's sort of not in the spirit of marathoning i guess right <laughs> but yeah this pac-man uh ends uh, there's an end at board approximately depending on your game uh 133 or so okay That's <laughs> so how,
1: how or why does it end is it like the the split screen on pac-man or is there some other thing that causes the end
6: yeah it's it's something like that there's just a last board that
1: runs out of memory
6: yeah yeah
1: have you seen it before? I mean, have you gotten to that?
6: Um, we, uh, I've never gotten there. That's why I want to do it. Um, I've seen it before, um, but only once or twice. I did see it. Darren, um, let's see, uh, not Darren, uh, who was in Santa Fe? Who was, who was in Santa Fe playing Miss Pac-Man? He did it.
1: I didn't notice anybody playing Miss Pac-Man um, in Santa Fe.
6: He was right
7: next to Tom, Um Oh, that's shameful um, that an armor, I mean, he's famous, right? Abner, Abner Ashman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. I don't remember how you said it. Yes,
1: yeah,
6: to see it. it was, that was cool. Yeah.
1: So, I, I guess uh, I've seen the Pac Man split screen. I know what it looks like. I remember it. I've, I've hit that myself. And then Donkey Kong, the kill screen, you see him just, you know, die. What does Miss Pac Man do? What is the end? I mean, what? Well,.
6: I understand just from talking to these guys that there's a variety of different possibilities and you can get, it's meaning as eight more boards than the next guy to play the game. And so it's it's all kind of weird, but usually it, there's uh, an upside down board at the end and then there's just not enough stuff to clear and you die. So
1: Okay, so essentially a kill screen of its own.
6: Yeah, it's a kill screen, but you don't okay. quite know when it's going to occur. Yeah. Interesting. Really
1: weird. <laughs> I never got good at that one to try it. Pac-Man. Once you could get to the key stage, you just had to have a pattern and patience. After that, um, I split-screen that back in the day at Twin Galaxies, and I never even submitted the score because it was only like I don't know eighth place or something. It wasn't a perfect game. I mean, we hadn't even that hadn't even been on a radar yet. Yeah. I think Billy and, and Chris had been playing, and they kind of surmised that. If you could run through the language side of the screen and eat enough dots and get a total that equaled what was normally on the maze, they thought that there was a way to advance past it. So we would play up to the split screen, and then they kept going through the garbage on the right side trying to find more dots. And every once in a while, they'd hit one, and, oh, look, there was one. We got more points. and that that's all we ever thought about. Nobody ever really thought of a perfect game at that point that I know of. They were just trying to figure out how the hell do you get past that screen because you know, there was claimed scores of 13 million and you know uh, and, uh, so there's like, well, somebody got 13 million how do we, how, you know, how, why can't we get past this board? And that's what we did back there. And that's all the farther we went with it in, 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 back in the day, back in the 80s.
2: <laughs> Interesting. So Don Hodges has a an analyzing uh, sort of article called "The Bride of Kill Screen," and it's on Don, donhodges.com dot And he talks about how to uh, fix the screen, the the kill screen that's in Ms. Pac Man. And he does a really good breakdown of uh, what memory addresses are involved and things like that. And what's funny about it is that it is not consistent. There are some times where uh, that's I think it's a uh, screen one thirty four. Where uh, there's a bug, and sometimes the the this, the game will end, but sometimes it won't end and it'll continue. And he tries to figure out why that happened. It's a, it's great. He he posted this about uh, I would say about twelve years ago, but he made an update a couple of years ago when he discovered something different about. Uh, the the actual screen, kill screen that happens at the 256th level looks pretty much like the Pac-Man kill screen but it behaves a little bit differently because you know general what was the name of them GCC they made that mod i mean it's 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 still the problem based on the original Pac-Man software but um, it it just seems to be harder to get to i don't i don't know
6: it uh I hope they never get rid of this. I hope this, these sort of games in their original state survive. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting. And <laughs>
2: oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Have they it, will because have every- of ROM dumps. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, it's not like we can't see the original version of Star Wars because George Lucas screwed it up, you know? <laughs> At least with, with code, you've got the original code. Hey, I've got the VHS if you really want to see it. I have a bootleg of Star Wars that doesn't show Episode 4 <laughs>
1: I've got don't,
0: the don't, DVD. Don't tell the police. I've got the special edition DVDs that included the originals as extras. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. They're laser disc dumps, so they're okay. But, okay, I have a question for you. Uh, we've talked a lot about Nibbler, Miss Pac-Man. What are actually some of your favorite games? Yeah, it might not be Nibbler. <laughs> I mean, Nibbler sounds like a chore to me.
2: Yeah, like top five of of, of whatever.
6: <laughs> I don't play many games actually, so hmm. um, have to. I always have to say Miss Pac-Man. All right, believe it or not, and despite what. You know, I'm sort of partially quoted that saying in the movie, I like Nibbler. It's just different. It's a, yeah. it's a completely different I don't know, mindset that yeah. you need to play this game, right? It's a totally different game. After that, I don't know, I mess around with all kinds of stuff. Back, yeah. in, back in the day, as, they, as Rick would right. say, back in the day, um, <laughs> uh, one game that caught my attention is something that you never hear of. Was a game called Zizik, Zizix. Zizix! I've never, never seen it again. <laughs> and uh, But I but I really admire the people who could play things like Stargate and Robotron. I love those games, but I'm not good at them at all. should <laughs> be. Oh, yeah. It,
0: it, it, that's okay.
1: We don't care if you're good
2: at it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I. One of my own way favorites better, that I never see anymore, I don't know if you remember it, Tom. Um, I enjoyed playing it a lot at Twin Galaxies, was Omega Race. And I don't think from back then until now, I don't think I've seen a working Omega Race anywhere.
6: Was there one at Grinkers? Yeah, there was. It was a oh, sit yeah, down totally. nice. cockpit. Yep.
1: Yeah. cockpit. Sure. I need to get out there. I'd love to play that again. But yeah, you
7: should bad. come visit us and we'll drive over there. Six <laughs> hour drive
3: from here. But... Oh, man, Six I hours is too. pretty tolerable. Yeah, it's not yeah. too bad. Or, Tim, you can come up to our place on uh, the 9th of November. We're having a party. I've got a cockpit sitting one room away.
1: Oh, twist yeah. in the arm, are you?
2: Can they crash on your sofa? Or? Uh, yeah.
3: I, <laughs> I'm, a I'm feeling it. a couple people will be that night. <laughs> There's a couple sofas, though. <laughs> right.
1: Might have to talk to Tina about that. I'd love to. <laughs>
4: uh-huh.
3: What, so Tom What is a is there a game that you ever played that you just started playing and thought this is terrible
4: <laughs>
1: besides no <nuclear. laughs> gosh I
6: don't know if I remember those uh, <laughs> this is terrible well I can probably count on two hands the number of times I've played Pac-Man I'm just not impressed
2: too repetitive
6: yeah I mean where's the challenge <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Especially once you get to
1: the keys, it's just time.
6: Yeah.
2: Yeah. How do you feel about like a, a game like Pole Position?
6: Um, so Pole Position. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. I it guess. is
2: not, That's, but I'm I'm yeah. curious how you react to it. That's. <laughs> um, I played a few times.
0: Turns out the car in that game is red.
2: Is it? <laughs> yeah. So that so that question was wrong. <laughs> no, I got it wrong.
0: I said yellow.
2: Yeah, there was a – well, I don't know. Did you stick around for the uh, the awards yes. ceremony? Yes. Oh, you did.
6: Oh, no. We didn't catch that.
2: No. Oh. Yeah, Adam got to go up and uh, participate in a Starcade like trivia contest. Oh, cool. Which he completely bombed, but well, <laughs> he looked really good.
4: So. <laughs> well,
0: see, the helmet
2: of the guy driving
0: the car is yellow.
2: Yeah, they were like, "What color is the car?" He goes, "It's yellow," and they're like, "No!"
0: But it's actually orange, anyways. So they were wrong.
2: I, I, I had a friend in the in the audience that was like flashing the answers to me, so I sort of had like a he was a help. helping me too, but I wasn't paying attention. No, you should have.
0: <laughs> I was having more fun getting the answers wrong.
1: Zevius is awesome. I don't know why you don't want to see Zevius. I'm talking about the chat. Sorry.
2: I see somebody Zavius. in the chat. I don't know. Don't say Zevius. Don't say Zevius. I love Zevius. I still oh, can't get past the boss level.
0: Zevius
6: is my older boy's game.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. I find that game dull. It's like 1943 is the pinnacle of Zevius. <laughs> because it, it has all the power-ups. It's interesting. You do flips. There's lightning. Yep. Zevius <laughs> just flying around as the dun 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 dun. dun. And what's a Zavalu anyway? What the heck's a Zavalu? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to Google that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how, how many of those Zavalu's do you have left anyway? It just makes me angry.
3: <laughs> i know what game to buy adam for christmas oh <laughs> you were gonna buy me a game Z- zaxon and Azevius. oh God. A- X- X- <laughs> yeah i think i like galaga and Galaxian.
0: yeah too. galaga <laughs> zaxon as a boat anchor
6: maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> Super I put a lot of into Zaxxon
0: one. Yeah, back oh, everybody did. That's the problem. It's like you can't win. You can't isometric 3D madness is not good. You
6: move good.
3: up, it goes. Yeah. It's
1: worse than Qbert. But I, I
3: kind
0: of
1: nothing's like worse than Qbert. <laughs> <laughs> that kicker and Qbert. Oh Jesus, I don't ever want to hear that thing again.
0: Cubert <laughs> yeah. is okay. Z- Zaxxon and Congo Bongo. Psh, They should just. Those cabinets. You erase them?
1: Yeah, they're they're good for firewood. You know. (laughs) I like Congo Bongo, but that game would instill a little bit of rage in me every once in a while.
2: My mom. uh, uh, Well, my mom plays it, and she gets mad at me when she plays it. She's like, this is stupid. Mad at you? Yeah, oh. she's like, why did you suggest this? And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh,
0: Randy Gelking in the chat looked up Sol Valu and said, Saul is sun and Valu is flight. So it's sun flight. So next time you play Xevious,
1: you, you can say, how many sun flights do you have left? Uh, Still doesn't make any better sense.
2: Nice. No.
1: no. Maybe this, something's <laughs> lost in translation.
0: <laughs> All right, well... I want to thank you two for being on our season yes. four premiere. This has been a lot of fun.
2: You guys are awesome.
3: Thank you.
7: It has fun. been fun. It was fun.
0: <laughs> and uh, and Tim, thanks for joining us as guest host and helping us along with a little uh, trivia about Man vs Snake again. Anytime, I love being on here with you guys. And uh, so that's gonna kind of wrap it up for tonight, I think. Uh, so we gotta. We gotta play the end, the outro music now and stuff. Right, it's time to say the end of the
2: show stuff. Oh yeah, we, wink, wink, sh- Brian. Yeah. yeah, Adam, wink, wink. To me,
3: is Adam doing it this time? <laughs> I, oh, he's
2: I awake right now. Look. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that doesn't show up on a thing. I don't think. Oh, no, no. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay, well, anyway, thanks for listening in on the double R's. It's Arcade Radio.
3: Like us at Facebook, uh, Facebook facebook.com, Arcade Radio, or check us out on the semi-regularly updated blog at arcaderadio.com. That's R-C-A-D-E-R-A-D-I-O.com.
2: Thanks for spelling that out. Call and leave comments and questions on the game line. 612-548-GAME or 4263 if you can't spell. (laughs)
3: <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube channel and click on the notification bell so you know when we're streaming live Ding. You, can al- you can also subscribe to our podcast
2: on Anchor FM, iTunes Google Music Player, whatever yeah,
0: so that's going to be it for the show from uh, the Arcade Radio team we hope you had a great time and we'll
7: see you in the next
0: episode this is a part where we dance oh yeah
1: <laughs> keep your clothes on this time <laughs>
0: Never uh, this, again? What? Oh my gosh! Well, Mark, I Mark
3: that doesn't job. have the crotch light tonight, so no, cr-
0: <laughs> no, no crotch light.
3: Nope. Oh, geez. It's all natural. Dude.
0: Oh jeez. <laughs> Throwing some Minnesotan. Oh jeez. Hey, check gosh. out this. Ooh, nice check, check out this jersey. Davealo made. <laughs> Very danceable.
2: Last name, here. last name here
0: I appreciate that that's uh, that's a fun I'll prop for the show
2: wear mine next week I'm going to be on the next uh, arcade hangout so oh cool I'll wear, I'll wear our jersey that day excellent
0: alright well I'm going to fade this thing out and we can just and get that dial tone going oh yeah we have a dial tone
4: in here oh oh is that it